What's up, y'all? Happy Women's History Month. And we just got up International Women's Day. So shout out to all the women around the world. I'm Vanessa. And I'm Narizia. And yeah, shout out to all the amazing women out there in the world. Shout out to the shitty ones as well, because, you know, we can't forget them. And today we're going to be having a little chat about habits and what our habits are that help us and the ones that hurt us. That's an interesting topic, Narissa, because I can be honest about this. You know, when it came to this topic, I had a bit of a tough time thinking of what my own habits are. Yeah, that makes sense, because when a lot of people think about habits, they tend to think along the lines of like bad habits. So like something that they need to change. But a lot of people, and I know this because I used to be one of them, do not think of habits as things that they do every day, which is basically what they are. And the most common one that I would hear all the time is people who want to work out. That is a habit that people are just like, I want to get into the habit of doing that. So people either think of habit as something that you either try to get rid of or you're trying to gain. But a lot of people myself included for a while we, I didn't think of habits as something that I just did over and over every single day and I'm not really gonna go like deep into science if you want to do research on this there is a lot of research out there there are books there are articles there are TED talks anything but I'm not gonna really dive into the science but the whole idea of habits is that there is this loop there's sort of like this heartbeat loop that we all go through which is um the cue, the craving, the response, and the reward. So to start, the cue is simply like a trigger. That's what makes, that's what causes you to do something or for you to want to do something. So for instance, uh, something that we, most of us do in the morning is that we wake up, you know, go to the bathroom and brush our teeth. And sometimes you shower or whatever, depending on your morning routine. But usually, most of us, when we wake up, we are going to the bathroom. And that's a cue, waking up, go to the bathroom. And so that's like one of them. And a common cue tends to be time. So if you go to work, you have to do work, you know. And sometimes emotions can be a really strong cue where it's like, I heard people do this. I don't know how true it is, but. You know, if you're sad, you want ice cream or something sweet because you're sad. So your sadness, the emotion becomes a cue. And in response, you want something sweet to eat. So stuff like that. That is very interesting, actually, um, because a few hours before we got on this and talking about this topic, I actually got myself some ice cream because I was just like, I am over this day. I just want some ice cream. I just want something sweet. And yeah. so I just had like maybe two spoons of ice cream and then I put it back because I didn't want to go overboard with it. So that's very interesting that you talked about their emotions and that you yeah. know, in like an indicator and all that stuff Um, when it comes to, to habits because I was just like, I'm not feeling too great right now. What can I mm-hmm. do? And I was just like, ice cream. And that's what I did. Yeah. Um, and I can also definitely relate to like the brushing the teeth. Um, you know, especially when I wake up really early in the morning. You know me, I don't like to go too long in the morning without brushing my teeth. I know there are people out there who 
can like literally get up, um, clean, do something, whatever, without brushing the teeth and maybe brushing their teeth later at like 12 or, or something like that when they're really, quote unquote, like about to start their day. For me, it's like an instinct thing. The minute yeah. I wake up, I need to go brush my teeth. Yeah, I think I'm the opposite where unless I am heading out or yeah, unless I'm leaving the house, I don't I don't brush my teeth immediately when I wake up. It's like not a thing for me. Because when I brush my teeth immediately, I have the urge to eat something. In the morning, ironically, if I when I brush my teeth at night, I don't want to eat anything. So yeah, it's weird. But yeah, so that whole system of you getting the ice cream because you feel like shit. Your cue was your emotions, which is, I felt like shit, which caused the craving. You wanted something sweet. And your response to that was that you got ice cream. And the reward was, damn, ice cream tastes amazing. So this is awesome. So that's basically what happens in a habit loop, which causes us to do the same thing over and over again. So that's the most basic, like that's the surface level of habits. You know, going back to, you know, the basics of it, the very basics is, you know, brushing your teeth. Like if I thought about it more, I can see how that's a habit. But when I go through my regular day, I don't think I, you know, that's not something that crosses my mind as that's a habit. You know, that's something that you've developed over time. So like, you know, you don't even have to think about it when you do it. Yeah, that's a good thing because one of the hallmark of having a habit, so you can say you have a habit all you want, but it's not truly a habit until it becomes automatic. That's like one of the things that the whole the whole science nation not um recognize about habits. It's something that you don't think about, you just do. Because one thing that apparently the brain doesn't like to do, which is funny because it's the brain. The brain doesn't doesn't really like to think a lot, so it likes to automate a lot of processes. So if we can automate all our habits, that's what it does. So if you don't think of brushing your teeth as a habit, then that's a good thing because that means that your brain has automated that process, and now you don't have to waste precious like brain energy thinking about oh I have to get up and go brush my teeth. You just get up and go do it, you know. And that autom- automation process can also work for us, but it can also work against us, which is going to lead me to talk about now our personal habits. So what are some of your habits that you've identified besides like brushing your teeth? Y'all, I had to think about this one um, because like I said earlier, when I thought about habits, I thought about things that I wanted to develop and change and or add to my life, right? But mm-hmm. when I'm trying to be real, real about this, y'all, and no, don't judge me, but one of the habits of mine is to wake up late <laughs> and go to sleep late. And here's my logic about that. Uh-huh. Generally, when I wake up, like I'm the kind of person where, and, and you said time, you know, could be one of the cues and things like that. And, you know, I have to start work a certain time on the week weekdays. Mm-hmm. so that's my cue to wake up at that time now I will wake up as close to the time I'm supposed to start work as possible especially now that we're working from from home for the most part but because I work throughout the day and I have to use my brain so much to do my work I like to have 
a chill time after I'm done working. So let's say I'm done working at six or seven. And recently it's been a little bit later and stuff because I have a lot of work. But once I'm done, I want to feel like I still had a full day. So what I do is, you know, when I'm eating, I'm watching a show, I'm scrolling through social media. I'm just like doing the little things that, you know, make me feel like, oh, I'm having a full day and I'm doing things and it's not all just work and blah, blah, blah. So when I go, when I do that, I end up going to sleep late. Yeah. And then what happens in the morning? I wake up late because I'm tired and I want to have enough rest. And that causes me to wake up late. Same on the on the weekends. On the weekends, you will rarely catch me waking up at like 11. Now, let me be clear. I, I will wake up. However, I will not start my day mm-hmm. until like 12 or 1 o'clock. Like the likelihood is that I will wake up from my bed go to my bathroom, brush my teeth, wash my face, and go back to bed, sleep till one o'clock, and then wake up again. That's oh. my general. So basically I have to I have to wake up late because it's like, what am I doing waking up early? For what? For who? That's that is, my logic. Yeah, that is that is absolutely wild because you know me. I'm like the I'm the polar opposite. If I start my day at eleven o'clock when you wake up, I think my day is wasted. Go like, 12, 12 on the weekends, <laughs> not 11. We're not doing that. We're waking up at 12 or 1 o'clock. That is the worst. Like, the only way I can see myself starting my day at 12 o'clock, it's the rare occasion. No, I can't even think about it. Like, that's so bizarre. But, yeah, that, <laughs> that's a habit of yours that you have, going to bed. I want to say as much as you try to justify going to bed late and waking up late, it's just like, yeah like you could like you could just like put away that just 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 put away the phone just a little bit and go to bed just a little bit early that's what i'm saying you know what maybe we can have another episode where we talk about like the science behind being a night owl or being an early bird i would love to talk about that more because there has to be something that explains that and justifies my reasoning just saying I know know just a little bit about the science behind being a night owl and an early bird. And the science was back in those days when we're all like living in the grassland or like with animals and shit like that. It was nice to have people who stayed up really like stayed up super late. And it was nice to have people who um, woke up super early. So when the people who were like night owls, they'll be awake while everyone else was sleeping so they could fend for like, they could fight off the lions and shit, you know? And then when the, when the night owls were sleeping, the people who are early birds could also like fend off the, the, the lions and shit. <laughs> Does that make sense? I mean, it's the 21st century. I'm definitely not fending off any lions. Um, yeah, but that's for like, the, I'll that's have a I'll probably die for that happens if I'm being quite honest. So I'm going to, I'm still going to look, we're still going to look into this in another episode, but sorry, go ahead when it comes to habits. Okay. All right. But okay. So your habits, my habits, you check social media when you first wake up. I do. Um, You know, in the first few minutes of when I wake up, this was not something I always did. 
but it's mm-hmm. something that I'm doing now, especially I think a lot of things have changed since I started living with myself because it's just me. You yeah. Know? So yeah. So I, I try to find things that will allow me to still, you know, have that communication or feel like I'm still connected, you know? I guess that makes sense. Yeah. When you put it like that, it makes sense. Yeah. Okay. All right, so for my habits, and um, most of my good habits happen in the morning, whereas if that doesn't happen, then my whole day can fall to shit. But, like, one of my habits is waking up early. I don't know about you, but I probably go to bed, like, at 10 o'clock sometimes. My rule is if I have nothing to do, I am sleeping. So you're not going to catch me up watching TV. You're not going to catch me up on my phone. If I literally have nothing productive to do, I am going with the fuck to sleep. And that allows me to wake up early, which sometimes I wake up like at five, six, depending on how I feel. And a habit that I've actually built over time, over like the past four years, is that I work out in the morning. So maybe six out of seven days out of the week, I wake up early and the first thing I do is work out which is why, well, I go to the bathroom and I work out, but I don't brush my teeth because my head is that if I brush my teeth, I'm going to eat. And if I eat, then I'm going to take, I'm going to want like a break before I work out. So one of my habits is that I wake up, go to the bathroom, go work out. And that's it. And I always, and this is all morning habits. And I always have to eat breakfast. If I don't eat breakfast, my whole day is thrown off. I don't know how some people can go like till noon without eating breakfast. I oh, can't. I definitely, I definitely can. And I wanted to say, you know, it's very different. You know how we are kind of set up. Like you basically said that if you brush your teeth, you feel like eating. I could brush my teeth. That's the first thing I do in the morning and wash mm-hmm. my face. When I do that, I could go hours without eating. Like I don't feel the need mm-hmm. right after that. Mm-mm. for me brushing my teeth is like brush your teeth eat in the morning at night brush your teeth means don't eat that's a whole other thing but yeah no I can't brush my teeth in the morning and not have something in my mouth within like 10-15 minutes it just makes me feel uncomfortable so yeah and another habit of mine which <laughs> I need to work on and I'm reading a shit ton of books to help me get over this is that I am a massive massive procrastinator like I don't know do you do you would you consider yourself like a procrastinator yes in my personal life in in my in my work life I'm not a procrastinator in my personal life absolutely you know honestly that's kind of like the same with me and the problem is that my like I do have my part-time business which classifies as my personal stuff because it's not like my job my main job but the problem with having like trying to do stuff for your personal life is that there's not really a for me there's no deadline correct so it's just like like if i like why am i doing this now where i could do it later exactly why don't i just like (laughs) chill go to sleep watch a show you know so yeah so one of the habits that i'm personally trying to break is i am trying not to be a procrastinator because that is the big I feel like that's going to be my biggest setback because I do meet all my deadlines on time. 
but I also um I also find myself pulling a lot of all-nighters for my clients. So let's say something is due tomorrow. I'm going I have like three weeks to do it, but you find me like the night before trying to get that shit done because there was no one checking for me. And now I have to be my own responsible person and check for myself and say, you have to do this. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, apparently doesn't work. <laughs> so one of the things that um, I learned from this, it's called the now habit. If you want to really go check it out at your local library. One of the things I learned from that book is that if you say I have to, or I should, or you must to yourself, there's a, there's a, like a good chance that you're going to defy that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because apparently we've been programmed to sort of rebel against authority, even if that authority is ourself. So if you say, I have to do this, the likelihood of you doing it is not going to happen. Instead, you, you should say to yourself that I chose to do this. And then it gives you the ability to have a choice that I am choose even if it means like I choose to go me to sleep and miss the deadline and face the consequences that is what you're choosing to do so I just thought it was interesting and and also one of the habits that I know I probably know you can relate to because I know a lot of people can relate to is negative self-talk mm-hmm. mm, yeah yep yeah, I would to that I would say, you know, there's this general saying that you are usually your worst critic. Yeah. A lot of people are usually their worst. Before someone criticizes them and says whatever, they've probably said fifteen times worse to themselves in their head. <laughs> that is true. I remember I was talking to one of my friends and she goes, Nerissia, whatever you say to me, I've said to myself. I'm just like, okay, good. But yeah. So um, one of the things that a lot of habits that people have that I don't think the, re- well, I know that a lot of them don't recognize that it's a bad habit or maybe if they do, they just like let it slide off their back like, oh, it's fine. But a lot of people actually talk to themselves quite negatively, like, oh, I'm so stupid or like, oh, you know, God, I'm such a fucking idiot. Why didn't I get it right? Like the first time or like the second time, like what the fuck? You know, you're such a dumbass. You don't deserve this. Like just internally. A lot of people talk to themselves that way. And apparently the psychology behind that is that you start to believe that. And, well, if you start to believe that your, you know how they say, like, your worldview shapes your reality or whatever. Well, if you start to believe that, you know, you're a bad person or you're not worthy of whatever, that essentially becomes true for you. So I would say one of the habits that, I mean, I still struggle with this like talking negatively to myself and I'll just be like no no you're not stupid and it feels so weird doing it out loud but it's just like you have to sort of you don't have to (laughs) you choose to train yourself not to do that because it would impact you in the long run in a negative way and if you have trouble like talking bad about yourself the trick that the, the um they say in the books and everything is that you should talk as if you were talking to a child. Or so a if a child, or huh? a friend, a child or a friend. Yeah, exactly. So if someone that you love screws up, I hope you're not gonna tell them you fucking moron. You know, I hope you're just like, oh, you know, um, you made a mistake now, but that's okay. You're gonna learn, and next time you're gonna be one step better. 
that is the hope. So instead of like talking down on yourself, just talk as if you are talking to someone that you love. Because I'm hoping that you love yourself. So whatever. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. And and to add to that, you know, I a while ago I used to listen to this podcast by Jay Shetty. Um, I don't know if I'm saying his his name right. Um, it's I think I believe it's J and then S H E T T. Why? I think why? Um, yeah. Apologies if I said that wrong, but Jay, if you ever listen to his podcast, he has so much wisdom to give from being mm. a monk and you know his whole life experience and all that stuff. And in his podcast, you know he interviews uh, or has conversations with like a bunch of celebrities and people in general who just have very unique perspectives on life. And yeah, I I don't remember exactly the episode, but there was an episode where he was talking about, you know, how we we talk to ourselves and, and things like that in relation to what we're saying here. And he said, um, you know, like, would you talk to a friend like that? I think there's also yeah. a video about it because he does he does like little snaps, you know, where mm-hmm. he kind of narrates, you know, something that's going on. And it's just like, would you talk to your friend like that? And I, I remember seeing that video where like, a girl like a few girls came out they were talking to him and they were saying how they felt and and how they feel like they're not good enough or they're you know all these things that were negative about them and the crazy thing about it is that they didn't know that their sisters or people that they knew were on the other side of the room and so he he was just like okay you know what um stick with that that thought for a little bit and then calls in their sister or calls in someone that they know that loves them or whatever and says like you know would you ever say what you said to yourself to this person and they're like no no not at all and it's just like that's how you kind of have to like look at it for yourself because yeah your your sister who's here or this person that's here you know and he asks that person to, to talk about you know the the girl who's saying all these things about themselves and it's usually something very positive and how they look up to them and how they're inspired by them and all these things. And, you know, them hearing that just brings tears to their eyes because they're just like, oh my goodness, you know? Like, when you think about yourself in that light, you know, not so negatively, but, you know, how you would want, you know, how you would want to speak to a friend if they're going through something similarly, you know? How, you know, um, if you see yourself, how other people see you, you know, generally it's not in the worst light like you do see yourself. And if you just adopt some of those things and do that for yourself a little bit more often, it will be a lot better in your head. And I know I've definitely done this too. I've definitely called you sometimes and I'm just like, dang, I don't understand why I'm so happy. I don't understand why I feel so much joy or whatever. And then I actually go back you know, to the actions that I've taken to to get to where I'm at. And I'm just like, hold up. No, mm-hmm. I know why. Because of this, 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 this. And, I, you know, we've had conversations like that where I really don't understand. And I yeah. go back and I look back at, you know, some of the decisions I've made. And I'm just like, wait a minute. Let me give myself a little bit more credit. Because, you know, it is very easy to just like, you know, put whatever it is you've done aside and say, oh, no, I need to do better. Oh, no, yeah. you know, I, I have to do like we always have goals. However, you can still take the time to celebrate your wins. And it's not always about putting yourself down because you haven't reached that next goal. Because before that next goal, there was a goal that you set before that. And you've most likely met that. So celebrate that, you know? Yeah.
Yeah, and like you just pointed out, like sometimes you say like, oh, I've been happy and I don't understand why. That's one of the things about having like have making those tiny changes. They're not going to like show themselves the day you make them. But it's just like at a future date, you're going to just realize like, hold up, something has changed. But like the day that you do those changes, it's not really going to be like monumental, you know, right. it's just down the line. Like you wake up and you're just like, you know, I'm really happy today, but it's because of all the steps you took before that, right. that made you like feel that way today, which is like the thing about if you're trying to adapt a new habit, it's not going to, it's not going to yield results on day one. Just don't ever expect that. But little by little, just like inch by inch by inch, you're going to wake up one day and you're going to realize like, huh, well, would you look at that? Right. Okay. All right, cool. But yeah, so that's very interesting. Yeah. But now let's talk about, um, let's go into like habits of successful people and habits of some very un- unsuccessful individuals. Now, let me know if you agree or disagree, okay? All right. So I did a lot of, I did like I the books that I've read, Surfing the Web, these are the kind of like the general idea of what I got that, um, successful people like with their habits that they have they form they they have every single day and the whole idea behind this is that what you do every day is who you become duh Mm -hmm. okay so number one habit for successful people they wake up early what do you think so (laughs) (laughs) this is this is interesting because when i looked into habits too you know there are so many articles and quotes and things like that um, in relation to successful people because I'm guessing everybody wants to be successful. So yes. there's always something new about like how the successful people do it in life. Um, when it comes to waking up early, you know, there is a huge part of me that wants to say that it, it, it ain't all that necessary. <laughs> it ain't all that necessary. However, the reality is this. The days that I have woken up early, I have felt a certain amount of energy to do more. Yeah. You know, starting my day early, I just feel a, a sense of like motivation and energy to do a lot more before a certain time and like yeah. maybe 12 o'clock or something. And then the rest of the day, I'm just like, oh my goodness, I have all this time to do whatever else I want to do. So I've seen that difference. So while the, re- the you know, me 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 wants to say okay sure it's just for some people the reality is i do see the benefit of that i see how you know that could be something a successful person does because generally they have a lot to do so starting early always gives them you know that you know that um time to to do as much as they want in the day yeah and okay that's very interesting that you said like you know you have more energy and stuff like that because the idea behind waking up early and I'm going to just add my own little thing. I said, like, you could just wake up earlier than you normally do. You don't really have to wake up, like, at 4 a.m. I think, like, Howard Schultz, if I'm not mistaken, that's the dude that owns Starbucks. My dude wakes up, like, at 4.30 in the morning. Now, I don't know if you want to go and do all that. But, but the idea behind waking up early is because you have time to dedicate to yourself. Because a lot of people, a lot of these like CEOs, a lot of um, 
you know, just people in general, they have commitments like work and family. And, at, you know, your work starts like at maybe 10 o'clock, 9 o'clock, whatever. So you don't want to wake up at like 8.30 and go to work because that's you just waking up and reacting to going to work. You want to wake up before that and so you have enough time to dedicate and better yourself in whatever you're trying to do. So you want to wake up before your commitment starts so that you actively take the time and do what you need to do for yourself. And I think that's the idea behind the CEOs and the whomever waking up at like 4.30, 5 o'clock in the morning. So, yeah. Yeah, I see that. You know, I agree. That does make sense. Okay. Number two that highly successful people do is that they read every single day. Do you read every single day stuff that doesn't have to do with work? Who? Um, there was a time in my life when I had more time. <laughs> or oh, I created more time, rather. And okay, I would, read, I would I would read almost every single day. And that yeah. was usually like a book that I was interested in. And then another book and another book, you know. Um, but now I I would say it's really excuses, um, but I don't do that anymore. Um, yeah. But it is it is nice to to read every single day, um, regardless of what the topic is on. Um, it's nice to have that information and, and just to add to your knowledge of, of whatever it is. So I can see how that could be beneficial. Yeah, so um, apparently, like, the them big shot CEO, you know, they read, like, maybe 30 minutes a day, so it doesn't have to be, like, I'm going to plop down and knock out, like, 30 pages or something. Mm-hmm. But this is a cool statistic. Well, not statistic, but, like, they did the study, and so the average person reads about two books a year, while the average CEO reads about 60 books a year. Now... I know we all like to say we don't have time and we're busy, but a CEO is running a massive ass company. They can read 60 books a year. I'm just like, we can find time to put in some reading in there. And for me, one thing that I've started to do to um, improve my reading, I don't know if it really counts as reading, but I've been listening to a lot of audiobooks because I'm just like, I haven't created, like you, I've not created any type of time to sit down and read a good book. And I'm going to blame this on coronavirus. The libraries have been closed, so I couldn't get a physical book. Mm-hmm. So what I've been doing now is listening to a lot of audiobooks where I'll just check out books from the from the public library and just download them and just play them. Like if I'm driving or maybe if I'm just sitting down, but I don't have a physical book to, to hold in my hand and I don't want to look at a screen for so long. I'll just pop it up in my speakers and that's it. And I think that's actually like a really good thing if you ever wanted to introduce reading or like learning back into your learning, like back into your daily routine. Mm-hmm. You can probably just listen to audiobooks because I'm just, it, it is amazing. Oh my goodness. I'm so happy that I found audiobooks, honestly. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I will agree that a lot of people are going toward that nowadays. Um, So, in relation to this, right, and maybe you might agree with me or not, right, mm-hmm. you know, about, you know, reading or taking in um, new knowledge or whatever every single day, um, I, a habit of mine, you know, this is constantly listening to, to podcasts, especially mm-hmm. when, I'm, yes. when I'm working, 
um, which to some people they're like, what? But it works for me somehow. It keeps me focused. Um, would you kind of like count that into that? Because I really listen to, I do listen to podcasts like almost every single day. I mean, yeah, would it definitely counts as learning. Yeah, it counts as learning. I wouldn't dismiss that, especially if you're listening to podcasts that talk about things that you're interested in, like, or if you want to better something or just have a general knowledge about anything, then yeah, mm-hmm. that definitely counts as, lear- as learning. I yeah. think the whole, um, the idea behind the CEOs reading the book is that they want to gain more knowledge. Mm-hmm. So any way that you can find to do that, honestly, that's just more points to you. Mm-hmm. Okay. So another thing that's highly successful people do is that they constantly exercise. <laughs> do you? <laughs> Wow. So what this list is trying to tell me is that I'm not successful, basically. Because I don't do that. I don't do any of these things. I don't. I, mean, I, mean, I, don't, do I don't exercise. Okay. Would I like to? Yes. Do I? No. Okay. Well, I exercise, so. You know what's funny, though? I check a lot of the boxes on this, like, successful people's list. <laughs> And yet you like make more money than me. I mean, I just, I just find that kind of funny. Like I know success isn't only measured in like finances and stuff like that, right. but I just find that super funny. But anyway, yeah. I mean, you know, again, this is this is like a collection of like what successful people do. That does not mean that every single successful person does, does that. This, you know, yeah, yeah, yep, and. So yeah, um, that's true. But so apparently successful people do exercise constantly. I exercise constantly, not like every day of the week. I just, and it's it's like at a point, I think I, I always skip Sundays just because I'm just like, um, you know, let me rest on Sunday, please. But even when I wake up, I can't just, like, is there something in me that I can't just wake up and just go to work or start my day. I need. I wake up and I have to do like a workout video, even if it's just for like 20, 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. Before I would wake up when the gyms was open, the gym, my gym that I like isn't open, but I would wake up and go to the gym. And I, it's so, it's kind of weird because I'm not doing it to, to lose weight or anything. Mm-hmm. It's just something that I do, which I'm not saying that if you work out, you have to lose weight, but I'm going to say if you told me like four years ago that, you know, working out doesn't have to be for losing weight, I'd have been like, well, fuck you then. Cause that's all I thought was like, you work out to lose weight. But now it's just like, no, it's actually just, it feels really good to work out. So I just get up and I work out. So yeah. But another thing that successful people do tend to do is that they write down their goals. Hmm. Mm-hmm. that's a very um that's a cool one because i actually recently just got into journaling Ooh. and i've been writing a little bit you know i'm taking it you know like a day at a time you know sometimes i don't write in a day but that's totally fine i try to write when i have some thoughts that i want to put down in my in my um you know in my head like when I have certain thoughts I, I write it down nowadays and what I've also been doing is doing like little voice notes on ideas yeah. that I have so yeah 
But I see how that's, you know, that's a good thing because, you know, when you have the thought in your head and you put it down to paper, that just is a little bit, you know, closer to making it more real. Yeah. And that's exactly that. Um, when you write it down, it's, um, it's less abstract and more reality. So you're most likely to follow through. Mm-hmm. This and um, the next one that very successful people do is that they find mentors. Listen, <laughs> listen. This, you know what though? I I am so so grateful. Um, and you know this, like you know, based on the well, actually from the scholars program that I was a part of when I first came to the United States, I got a mentor from there, and she's currently still a mentor. Mm-hmm. Of mine. and I learn so much from her like I could call her about almost anything and she has something to tell me and if you told me that we we're going to have this relationship like years later mind you she became my mentor when I was in middle school in this program and right now I am like this it's years later like more than like six years seven years now um more than that and she's still my mentor and she's still so beneficial in my life and all that stuff. So I don't know if I'll consider myself quote unquote, a successful person in terms of like the, the, the range you're talking about here. But I definitely do agree that, you know, finding a mentor, having a mentor is something that is the value it brings is just unmatched. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. That makes sense. I don't know if I have a mentor. I mean, I have people that, well, they don't know me, but I look up to them and I like Google their stuff. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. But it was interesting because the guy was talking about like you need if you if you want to if you want to have a, a successful Amazon business, call someone who has a successful Amazon business type situation. I'm just like, oh, yeah. that makes sense. Mm-hmm. All right, another thing that we have too much to go about what successful people do and then we're going to go to the unsuccessful people. So successful people they talk to themselves in a positive way. And I know we touched about this a little bit, but yes, they do that. Yeah, that is something that I've learned. That is something that I do. I practice this this all the time, not just with myself, but with my friends. Um, And I try to do it in a way, ooh, this might be debatable. I was going to say I try to do it in a realistic way. However, that that is debatable because <laughs> I know sometimes you're just like, dang, that is too like positive or that's too, you know, uh, fluff, whatever. But however, I think you can also agree that when I do give my reasoning behind it, it does make sense. Yeah, it does. That's true. You know, um, building a little bit on that, the positive talk. You know, it's kind of how you, you, you had mentioned earlier, the psychology of it, right? When you tell yourself certain things, especially if it's negative, you're going to start believing those things about yourself. And when you tell yourself things that are positive, you have, um, you know, positive self-talk. The more you do that, the more you believe those things about yourself, you know. So, yeah, I see how that, yeah. that you know, plays and, in being successful. Yeah. And also this sort of just always extends into how you see the world. Like, I have met some people who think that the world is rotten. And I'm just like, where are you looking? Because everything about the world is rotten and spoiled, and people are awful to them, and people are just mean. And these are usually people around me, and I don't, like, people around me are usually not that far off from my, like, situation, Mm -hmm. like, you know, financially or mentally or whatever, because those are the people around me. That's just my bubble and my circle. Mm -hmm. But 
I have met some people who literally everything is bad. Everything is just so bad. And I'm just like, bro, chill. <laughs> like you're so, they're so like negative about everything. And I can only imagine that that starts from like within them. Because honestly, if how you think it's how you're going to see the world, you know, and I'm not saying that the world smells like roses and peachy, but if you can't find one positive thing about the world, then yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what else to tell you, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, I feel like that is like a great, that could also have a great area to it because there are people who are going through, you know, tough times and things like that. And, you know, life has dealt them really difficult paths. And so, I mean, of course, you also have people in the same situations who do see the world differently. And you have people who see the world, like, like you said, trash, this is awful. Like, I don't even know what I'm doing here and all that stuff. So that is the reality. But the the thing about it is that in most of the situations, you know, um, people do try to get to a place where they are giving themselves those positive pep talks you know, where they are trying to be better and ha- and trying to see themselves in a better light. So and I've, I've even heard this of people who are quote unquote successful, where you see, you know, what they have and you're just like, oh my goodness, I wish I wish I had that. If I had that, I'd be this, I'd be that and all that stuff. I've definitely said that about some people who are in the, you know, celebrity light, who I think should be happier than they are. And that's not always the case. And which is, again, when you talk about how you look at success, that it, 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 it's different, right? It differs. To so some people, being successful is like truly being happy. To so some people, being successful is being wealthy. In this situation, I think when we're talking about success, we're talking about a higher, a higher place. Like when you're at the top of your job or, you know, you have a huge amount of money or whatever like that's generally people see as successful um just just to be clear on that definition of how we what we're talking about here but yeah there I've definitely heard interviews and and um you know conversations with people who they are you would consider them quote-unquote successful however in terms of how they saw themselves it's like the lowest they've been but the general thing and I've also seen amongst those successful people and regular people is that there sometimes comes a switch in their minds, which I hope everybody has at some point where they're just like, I can't keep being like this. I can't keep looking at myself in this negative light. light mm-hmm. Sorry, There has to be something that has to change. And it's identifying that making that choice. And you said, you know, the choice, because when you say, oh, I have to, I have to, I have to, you don't always do it but when you make the choice to change mm-hmm. that to see things positively to have more gratitude and grace towards yourself like you will you know towards others that changes your perspective and it changes your mindset and with that comes the positivity and with that comes the the ongoing you know um the ongoing journey to continue to be more positive towards yourself and those around you so I personally don't, I know that some people are in situations and some people aren't and still see the world as trash. It just depends on who you are. But I also know that as people grow older, there sometimes does come that switch in the mind where it's like, my gosh, like, you know, if nobody else is going to be better to me, at least I should be better for myself. Right. And there are yeah. also people who I see that people are better, are, are 
you know, great toward them, like, you know, show them grace, love, all that stuff, but they don't show that for themselves for one reason or the, the other, which is why a lot of people go to therapy to try to, like, take care of those traumas and things like that. So, yeah, I mean, there are a lot of reasons why people might not see the world as wonderful and and great because <laughs> the reality is it's it's not all that, but it's also making the choice to still be positive to yourself regardless of what's going on in the world whether it's positive or negative so just wanted to touch on that a little bit i hope that kind of makes sense but yeah it made sense okay made sense yeah and now we're gonna go to the to the final um to the final habits of successful people besides the positive self-talk is that they don't worry about failure Mm. so yeah they know that they will mess up but you know they don't have a fear of failure they don't have a fear of like judgment they just know that they're gonna fuck up at some point and then they just keep moving on i think um i think that the fear they talk about is um the fear that makes you catatonic because i'm pretty sure no one gets up and say i want to fail but i know for some people including myself sometimes the thought of not getting it right stops me from doing something Mm -hmm. So I think that's one of the things I just say, yeah, no, don't do that. They just just recognize that you're going to fuck up. And then once you fuck up, you're going to do, um, you know, you're going to get better, hopefully, if you keep doing it. Um, yeah. But I think one of the things that a lot of successful people do, a lot, or a lot of people in the right mindset, is that they sort of, like, redefine failure. Okay. And they, they redefine failure as stopping, not as falling. Hmm. So if you stop then you failed but then if you fall and you get back up okay you're cool you didn't fail you didn't fail you you just learned a little something right that's that's what that's how to do it and um it's so interesting because i know there's so many like millionaires who who like lost all their money but then they got it back Mm -hmm. and just like honestly you think about losing a bunch of millions that's one of the great like as of right now that's like one of the biggest thing i can think of as a failure but they have like millionaires who lost everything and then slowly slowly they just gain it all back i'm just like okay so they know what's up so yeah 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 Yeah, i think like you know if you listen to the people that you consider successful You've mm-hmm. listened to interviews, um, you know, them talking about their lives and their journeys and things like that. You will hear almost each one of them talk about how they failed miserably and how they could not at the moment see how they could, you know, come back from that. But here they are and exactly. let them learn from that. So, you know, it is a thing that everybody goes through. Um, it's just a matter of how you deal with it. Mm-hmm. That's correct. All right, now real quick, we're gonna run through the habits of unsuccessful people. Let me know if you have any, if you got this. Okay, habits of unsuccessful people: always being distracted. Eh, okay. Yeah, I yeah I get distracted, but I'm I'm trying to curb it a little bit. I'm working on curbing it. So, mm-hmm. um, the only talk the talk. This is the one that gets me. I cannot. I don't like people who just talk like I'm listen, gonna do this, listen. I'm gonna do that. I'm like, shut the fuck up or do it. Like, come on. Y'all, y'all. I feel like this list 
is to make it clear that I, Vanessa, I'm part of the unsuccessful people group <laughs> because this is so me. I'm constantly talking, talking, talking. And I'm always doing the work when it comes to certain things. Um, yeah, and that's yeah. so that's irritating. Like for me, if you just for me, it's just like if you cared enough, you would do it. Right. If you don't care, just say I don't care. Stop. Like, who are you trying to impress yourself? Like, just, just like stop it. So yeah. people who, like just talk, talk, talk. I'm just like, mm-hmm. a lot of my friends know this about me, and I'm sure that even you know this about me too. Yeah. Like the second or the third time you roll it by me, I'm just like deaf. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Number three of unsuccessful habits of unsuccessful people. And keep in mind, you can if this is if this sounds like you and it's bugging you, you can change it. But yeah. <laughs> number three of um, unsuccessful people habits is they spend time with the wrong people. You know, I can personally attest to this. Um, I know, especially when I did move to Maryland, there were multiple times where I I talked to my sister about the people I was hanging out with, and she'd just be like why are you been hanging out with people like that? Why don't you just get new friends? And I was like, girl, it ain't that bad. <laughs> yeah. It also was it also was not beneficial to me generally. So my sister is correct in that sense, you know. And and also, um, there is a scene that I would love for us to maybe like cover a little bit more um on a another episode that the whole scene of like show me your friends or like is it something along the lines of like your five yeah the per- or whatever the yeah i know what you're talking you about where you are like who you are who you or, or whatever yeah. yeah yeah that makes a lot of sense yeah that's uh i believe that that's true because um i don't i don't have a lot of people in my life who like take me off because i tend to avoid some people like you know this from like personal stuff i just avoid interaction with them yeah but um one thing I see when I venture onto social media is people complaining about their friends and I'm just like and I've said this a lot and I say this to everyone who cares to listen you are on the levels of your friends you're not higher than them you're not lower than them you are on the level of your friends because you chose for those to be your friend so if you're complaining about your friends being a bitch or like you know your dumbass friend who doesn't know how to do anything, that's your level. So you can either like step it up or just shut up. Like, yeah. Damn. But <laughs> yeah, but you know, I will definitely challenge anybody out there who feels like they are, you know, around the wrong quote unquote wrong people. Um, so and hey, here's the reality. Sometimes you're talking about being around the wrong people and you're the wrong person. Um, yeah, exactly. and that's that's the truth but it's also just looking at at yourself I think everybody like everything starts from you right and then looking at yourself and reevaluating within yourself like does this make sense in my life and with the values I have and all those things and yeah. and, and also I think sometimes two people um, are around certain people for certain benefits or whatever right um, yeah so identifying that and then and then going from there and seeing if it's beneficial because I know personally I've been around people who quote-unquote did not exactly bring a lot of benefits to my life however I did have value in those relationships and I 
you know, I could identify what, what those values were, even though they were not exactly clear to somebody else looking um, out from, you know, looking from, um, from outside or whatever. So yeah. it's really just, you know, you trying to figure out, like, does this make sense? Like, do these people that I'm hanging out with make sense? Because, again, for the most part, nobody wants to go, like, down, downhill. Mm-hmm. You know, people want, people want to go up. People want to grow. People want to want to add you know to their lives and things like that um so yeah yeah and honestly for that last one I would say though to be a little bit on the nicer side um just because someone is you know wrong for you doesn't mean there's anything wrong with them one Mm -hmm. thing that I also um like don't personally like is when people try to force other people's behavior and habit to fit into their life and what they want Mm -hmm. so you can honestly like you know if you want to add value and you find out that this person isn't someone who can do that you can honestly just let them go and that's it you know listen you know what that is that is yes I 100% agree with that um that sounds like the easiest thing ever that is something that I do all the time and it's simple it's not easy and I will encourage Oh, it's become very easy for me right now. But um, I will encourage I will encourage anybody to do that. Um, There is no reason to take great offense. If somebody tells you basically, you're not for me, whether as a friend or a relationship. They're doing you a favor, move on. Mm And mm-hmm. um, same for me, like I expect that from all of my friends. I've made it clear to my friends, you know, basically if if I'm not if I'm not adding value to your life, baby, like, please let me go. You know, yeah. like I just don't want to stress anybody out and I don't want anyone to stress me out. So, you know, definitely I, I definitely agree with that. OK, awesome. Yeah. We're on the same page on that one. Mm-hmm. OK. Another thing that unsuccessful people do is always focusing on the negative. I felt like I just went on a whole rant about that a few minutes back. Basically. But yeah, I don't, I don't like people who always focus on the negative. And I always like to stress, these are people around my level, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm, a, I'm in a pretty comfortable level right now. I'm not talking about anyone in dire situation or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about those people around me in my bubble. Because yeah. let's be honest, we all like to say we're like, we all have a, we, most of us have a bubble that we live in, you know? Yeah. So the, when people in my bubble are negative and I'm just like, why are you always so negative? Like, I'm yeah. not expecting you to be like shooting, like kissing sunshine all the time. That's weird too. But please do not always focus on negative things. Yeah. And I will say though, that is draining. I, I don't know about you, but that is like, in terms of energy, it's very draining. And I always wonder, if I wonder if they feel drained themselves, you know? Like, I get around people who are so negative about a lot of things, and I just, like, I just feel like afterwards, I'm like, dang, I need to go do something positive to add a little bit of energy to my life right now because, wow, that took a lot out of me. Um, But, yeah. No, I agree. It is very draining, yeah. Mm-hmm. number five things that unsuccessful people do and this is me to the t is procrastinating so yeah. 
yeah, I procrastinate a lot. And we can honestly do a whole episode on procrastinating. Um, but whew, yeah, that's me. I'm working on changing that. Mm-hmm. So number six, that unsuccessful people do, which this one I have a I have a real like chat chat to say about this is not listening to other people. Yeah. Let me okay, let me say my piece with this. At the end of the day, it's always your choice. But if you have people that you trust, and I'm assuming they're good people because you trust them, you trust that they know what's best for you. Mm-hmm. If you have people that you trust, if you have people who are like titans in the industry, they've made it. And if you have people that provide you real value, it is pretty fucking stupid not to listen to those people. Because I know so many people, well, not so many people, but I've come across people who don't want to listen to any other person's input and advice. And I'm just like, but that person has experience. They have research that could help you. Mm -hmm. Listen, bro, listen. It's that simple. Just listen. At the end of the day, the choice is yours. But yes, listen. That's all. Yeah, I agree. I was going to have a caveat to that. But yes, I do agree with you that, you know, listen, like you can pick and choose what you want to like apply to yourself from that. But it is listening at least. Yeah. And especially with the kind of people you talked about, because I was also going to say like, you can't just listen to to anyone. But you are correct, especially when you're surrounded by people that could add value to your life. Um, Yeah. um, You know, just listen and, and then decide for yourself from there. Exactly. Yes. All right. Another thing that unsuccessful people do is give in to laziness. Okay, I feel like that's self-explanatory. Um, what's the next one? The next one is not being curious enough. What would you say about that one? Are you like a curious person? You know, um, I mean, you do the whole traveling thing, so I'm gonna say yes. So you know what? That is that is so interesting. When I think about when I think about the word curious. This is going to sound so stupid and kind of silly, but I think of the word creative when I think about curious and I'm not exactly super creative. So, but when it comes to the actual definition of curious, yes, I am very curious. I'm the person to ask all the questions, any question mm-hmm. and literally could be, could look really, really stupid and still not care. And I'll still ask the question. <laughs> so yeah. That I'm very curious. Okay. That's good then. Mm-hmm. Um, me too. I'm, I'm a very curious person. Um, number another thing that unsuccessful people do, which I this one I felt to my core, is that they're not very nice. <laughs> they're not. They're not. They're not like Ooh. nice people. I can see this because I have interacted with not many people, but some people who are just upset. Like they're just not. You know how they say not like they're upset. Like something pissed them off that day. Like I get that, but it's just what comes out of their mouth. Mm-hmm. it's just like just why basically? I think I think that this could also um play into the whole negative you know focusing on the negative type thing yeah yeah, yeah. That's, that's true and then number another one I don't even know what number it is but another habit of unsuccessful people is that they give up a lot mm-hmm. I put no <laughs> yeah this one true obviously if you give up you're not going to achieve what you're trying to achieve Right, and then this one is the holy grail. I I'm gonna consider this the holy grail. One of the holy grail of unsuccessful people is that they blame other people for their failures. 
Yeah. I yes. agree with that one. I do. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Because I know some people are like, yeah, but they said, and I did this because they did that, and I did, and I'm just like, yeah, but you still did it, though. Yeah, and I mean, again, there's a stark difference when you speak to, like, a quote-unquote successful person. Um, they may talk about a shortcoming, or they may talk about something that happened in their life that didn't go so well, or that they failed, but there rarely is finger pointing like this person did that or that or whatever it's always more of like a lesson learned and they kept yeah. forward so yeah yep mm-hmm. all righty so those are the habits of successful people and unsuccessful people and yeah you know they can overlap doesn't have to be one or the other and just because you have some habits of one doesn't mean you're that and just because you have some habits of the other doesn't mean you're the other it just means that you're most likely gonna be in the future gonna fall in one of these categories so yeah yeah i definitely agree with you and also let's not forget our own habits that we touched on here um i i have multiple habits that i could definitely add to this and you have multiple but, you yeah. know, just some of the things that we touched and like, you know, me waking up late and you waking up early and little things and how <laughs> that applies, you know, in our lives and our day to day lives and stuff like that. I think it was definitely interesting for me to look more into the topic and identify things that I didn't even think were habits, you know. So, yeah, yeah. I would advise like anyone who's listening to if you want to. If you want to do a little experiment about your habits or like you just want to note them, just walk around with a pen and paper for a little bit and just write down what you do and what you're feeling while you're about to do it or what you're thinking. Because it's really because we don't think about it so often. But when you do that, you, you start to realize that you do certain things because of, well, because of other things. So I think it's a really eye opener. And, you know, if you wanted to do some self-research listen to an audio book you know um the books that i've been reading are just all these books about habits and this the now habits by neil i don't know his last name i can't say it but if you type in the noun habits on google it's going to spit out results there's the power of habits by charles Dewey. i think like that's the most one of the most popular one and then there's atomic habits by james clare and there's also this one that I'm about to start reading. is is actually by um Angela Duckworth. Oh my gosh! The yeah, right. Questions. I love yeah. it so much. Oh, that's I a know. podcast, y'all. That's a podcast called No Stupid Questions. Oh my gosh, I need to get that book too. That is yeah, so we talked about okay. Yeah, it talked about grit, so I'm excited to read that one. So yeah, yeah. but. Yeah, and I'll just say like um the thing of the funny things about habits is that they rarely make an impact on day one. Mm-hmm. So this is um famous quote or saying or illustrations of whatever of the guy who is like carving his stone, and the first I think one thousand knocks and not gonna do anything, but then when he hits it for like the one thousand and one time that's when the the rock is going to break. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean that the first thousand knocks were 
useless. Yeah. In fact, you can even argue that the last knock was the most useless one. But that's the idea of habit. It's this tiny, tiny, tiny things that you, over time, if you take notice of them and you adapt them to what you're trying to achieve, like in the future, you're going to see those results. Maybe, and this is where we got to start thinking long-term here, like five, 10 years, you're going to see what you're trying to do. And I remember um, one of one of my sort of like getting into habits was when I was personally trying to lose weight back in like sophomore year or like freshman year of college. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that any um, personal trainer or like person who is into fitness, one of the things that they'll do is that they'll tell you to record your eating habits. Now, a lot of people like to say, I know how I eat. I'm good. I don't need to. I'm just like. If you record your eating habits, you're going to understand how you eat and why you eat. And that is so important if you're trying to be healthier. And so that's how I, like, I started recording my eating habits. And Mm -hmm. I'm just like, you know what? I don't eat breakfast. And if I don't eat breakfast, since I wake up early, I've been, let's say I wake up at six o'clock. If I don't eat breakfast, that means by like 12 o'clock, I'm starving because I've been up for six hours, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. That doesn't make any sense. So I literally just started with me eating breakfast, which is something that I do to this day. Just me starting eating breakfast was what like sort of changed me into this like person who is suddenly like, oh, I want to go jogging on mm-hmm. a beautiful day. Yeah. So like, it's just those tiny things that um that you do on day by day by day that sort of put you on a path. Like I started doing my tracking my eating habits like four years ago and now I'm here where I can wake up every morning go work out and then on a beautiful day I'll go jogging because I genuinely want to so yeah small 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 habits yeah yeah I definitely do agree with what you're saying you know when you start small and you just keep building from there I know especially when it comes to working out that's an advice I need to take for myself because that's something that I say I would like to do and I try to set goals to myself like tomorrow I'm gonna work out or maybe next week or whatever and that never happens so I really do need to start small and then build from Mm -hmm. there I will say another thing though that um I recall when I turned 25 years old last year and I was on the bus I always remember this I was on the train rather um with one of my colleagues and um she is you know she she had um just turned a year older a few months earlier and I was talking to her and I was just like you know I feel like you know 25 I feel like I ha- I'm not doing exactly what it is I want to do you know sometimes you feel like that you know when you look at certain goals and whatnot <laughs> little did I know that coronavirus is about to change the whole world around <laughs> but that's neither here or there you know um, yeah. but at the time I was talking about 25 and you know I was I was just like you know you've you've passed 25 like what do you think is something important to take note of? And she said, and I kid you not, guys, she literally told me to start forming good habits now. And I was just like, that's very interesting because you could tell me almost anything. But yeah. that's what she told me. And I will take note of that. And I will always remember that. And I actually want to be very intentional about the habits that I do form because she is correct, you know. Um, you start it now and then you just keep building on it as you go versus, you know, if you're 30, it's never too late to start. It's, it, people will tell you that it's never too late to start at all. However, there is no time better than now. 
So mm-hmm. whenever I think about that, I'm just like, I feel a little bit more motivated to go ahead and start that habit or add that new habit. And I'm going with that mindset because that's what just keeps me more inspired to want to do what it is I want to do. And with all of that said, right, everything we've talked about, mm-hmm. habits, you know, I would encourage anybody listening to this, definitely make, take some um, time and just look at what some of your habits are. Try to figure out if they're beneficial to you. Try to figure out if it's something you want to change or add. Mm-hmm. I know something I definitely want to add is reading to my to my um to my daily habits. Um, mm-hmm. I also want to add working out. You know, I want to add more gratitude. Something I already have. Something I also want to develop. Um, because I know those are all positive things that are going to have you know benefits. You know, and add value to my life. And you know, just to end. There is a quote that I, I found by a Chinese um, philosopher. You know, whenever you're listening or reading books on philosophy and things like that, it's always something that makes you think. <laughs> something yeah. that you're just like, wow, that's interesting. Let me dive into that a little bit more and, and see how that could apply to my life. And I will say they're usually things that are very, very simple. But when you think about it, you're like, that does make sense now this i so sorry if i butcher his name but his name is lao cha and it's spelled l-a-o and uh-huh. then cha is spelled t-z-u don't know if i said that right if i didn't i am so sorry but the quote basically goes watch your thoughts they become your words Watch your words, they become your actions. Watch your actions, they become your habits. Watch your habits, they become your character. Watch your character, it becomes your destiny. And I think this is very, very true. And that is where um, we would end this episode rather. And yeah, Mm -hmm. you know, please feel free to, you know, continue to listen. Thank you guys so much. And feel free to reach out to us on any of our social media platforms and or voice notes or email, whatever. Mm -hmm. Thank you, guys. Thank you for listening. Bye.